Seekers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freakin' Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P Freakin' Rochester. Also, I'm Freakin' Apple Freakin' Podcast, Google Freakin' Play, Freakin' Spotify, and Freakin' SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, I am your host, Taylor the Sandman, freaking Lofton, and with me, as always, to my freaking left, freaking Doug Jordan, coming from his own freaking house via satellite, freaking New York, and then freaking bringing up the rear, Sandy the Sandman, freaking Farkas, coming from freaking Doug Jordan's garage, also via satellite, freaking New York. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines, this is our weekend freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke, and geez louise, down on my knees, I am reeling, and I'm going to get right into it, because geez louise, down on my knees, the panel, Sandy Farkas and Doug Jordan have seen me before, but they have never seen me as I am now. For weakers and tweakers out there in radio land, what I am talking to, what I am alluding to is the helmet that I am not wearing on my head. It is a big white helmet with orange and yellow reflected tape around the sides. And it has been made specifically for me. And doctors say I gotta wear it for the rest of my freaking life. And before anyone starts asking questions, I just want to get it all out there. Yes, I have had a traumatic head injury. And geez louise, down on my knees, it all started with one of these stupid little trips that we took as a group from my group home to the ABVI Association for the Blind and Visually visually Impaired. And we all went over there to meet them and ride with them on a trip to the freaking park. We were paired up with a blind man. I was paired up with a blind man named Alex. And he's blind as a Dickens and old as a Dickens too. And he asked me to describe everything for him. What color is this guy? I said, does it really matter? Do you know blue? If I say blue, are you gonna know what I'm talking about? If I say gray, do you know what that is? If I say it's on fire, it's red, it's burning in the sky, does it really matter to you? Well, geez louise, down on my knees, he asked me about the trees in the park as we walked. Him with his cane and me with him on my freaking arm as though we were going to a ball together and then maybe have sex with each other afterwards, but that did not happen, weakers and tweakers, geez louise. What did happen was one of the trees I was describing happened to have some apples on it. And underneath that tree, a wooden picnic table. And I climbed onto the tree to retrieve one of those apples because I know blind people love apples because they eat so much goddamn applesauce. I described this last week, weakers and tweakers. Get on the freaking page. And while atop that freaking picnic table, I was on my tippy toes grasping for apples, though I did have my shirt lifted with a a good deal of them in there, but I wanted to make some freaking applesauce for my blind friend Alex, and geez louise, down on my knees, on my tippy toes, with a shirt full of freaking apples, I was reaching for the brightest, shiniest, most beautiful, crisp apple. When I slipped on a bit of dew on that picnic table and came tumbling down and landed atop my head, and doctors say, geez louise, down on my knees, 
Looks like Humpty Dumpty had nine lives. I could hear them talking while they were operating on me. While they were stapling my head back together in several places. And since that day, I have been wearing a helmet. It's a medical helmet made just for me. They say don't let anybody else wear it. It has been molded after your cranium. And you should be just fine as long as you wear it for the rest of your life. So, weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, yes, I am in the studio. Yes, I am okay, but geez Louise, down on my knees, I do wear a helmet from now on. And it is a very large helmet. This has just been another crazy tale in 2020, you know? It's a tough year for everyone. Any questions? Uh, I don't have any freaking questions. Well, thank you all for your support. Doug Jordan? Yeah, I think you pretty much covered it. I don't think I have any questions. You fell uh, off a picnic table yeah, and you bumped your head. Table, hit your freaking head trying to get a freaking apple for a freaking for your new blind freaking boyfriend or you guys had sex with each other? Alex is his name. And geez Louise down on my knees, Mrs. Warshbasher told me that the new helmet of mine actually looks quite fetching, so I was maybe hoping for a compliment, though I didn't get one. I guess I have a question. Do you have to wear it when you sleep, when you go to bed? Yeah, most definitely. What about uh, taking a shower? Yes, especially in the shower. It came with a special fitted shower cap that goes over it. How are you supposed to wash your hair? That's a good question. I know that sometimes people use a dry shampoo. It's sort of like a dust bath. It has been suggested at times that I take dust baths from now on, but geez, he's down on my knees. I say, I am not a gerbil. Uh, I'm, well, I actually do have a question all of a sudden. Uh, who, who suggested that you take a dust bath? Well, it's Jeremy. He lives in the group home with me. He is, he's one of the bingo players that I play with. If I've mentioned him before, I am not sure. So... Jeez Louise down on my knees didn't want to want to bring the show down. But yes, I am wearing a helmet, weakers and tweakers. My headphones now have to go over the freaking helmet, so I have a very large set that I have fashioned with actually two sets of headphones. And that's what we are dealing with now. Another twist and turn in the year of 2020 in Jeez Louise, when you thought things couldn't get any worse, here we are. But we got a great freaking show for you. It's Doug the Slug freaking Jordan. How you doing? How you been? How are you god bless you and how was your week yeah uh thank you for the blessing uh i though i am not and i wish you would stop asking me that every week yeah uh i'm 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 fine week was fine i did end up calling the city like you suggested last week to take care of uh, that tree and uh the city actually came removed the tree free of charge uh, so that was a, a score on on my end and thank you for the suggestion yeah god bless you you're welcome uh, however, uh, when the city came to investigate the tree, they started to bring up all sorts of, uh, things about my shed. And I said, what do you mean? I filed the right paperwork. I filed the paperwork. It's, I'm allowed to have a shed. And, uh, basically they, they called a man from the Bureau of Building and Zoning and he claimed that the permit, uh, was improperly filed. So now in layman's terms, there's a chance I might have to get rid of my freaking shed. Well, I don't know what to tell you. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a little uh, nervous. Uh, I hope, uh, hopefully, I mean, I filed the paperwork. I filed the right paperwork. Hopefully they'll find it and I don't have to get rid of the shed. And are you willing to come to terms with the possibility that you may have to tear down your beloved shed? No, I already lost the shed once and I don't want to lose the shed again. Yeah. I lost the shed, the first shed in the fire for anybody out there that uh, it hasn't listened to the show for a long time. Maybe you were supposed to reapply for a building permit after the first fire and the, when you rebuild it, 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 maybe it didn't roll over to the new shed. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you should have filed a separate permit. Look, uh, I'm, I'm going to freaking interject here. Uh, and nobody, uh, please freaking interrupt me. Yeah. Uh, please don't. Um, what I was, uh, look, the, the, the freaking where to place the freaking blame is neither freaking here nor there. Is it freaking is, is the, 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 the improperly filed freaking paperwork. Is it freaking Doug's freaking fault? Most freaking likely, most likely after the freaking first shed went up, uh, in a freaking blaze quite freaking mysteriously. If you ask freaking me, uh, Doug freaking did not file the proper freaking paperwork to rebuild his freaking shed. And that made freaking Johnny law come a freaking knocking. And uh, and luckily for freaking Doug, I was there when when the freaking initial freaking uh, a freaking conversation between the freaking uh, the people who came to take it on the tree freaking started yapping about the freaking shed and freaking ordinances and whatnot. I was freaking freaking drunk as a freaking skunk in the freaking garage. Freaking ran out in my freaking bathrobe and my freaking uh, freaking boxer shorts. And and I boy oh boy did I freaking let those freaking guys freaking have it. What was it that you'd said to them? I, boy, oh boy, I couldn't, I, I couldn't freaking tell you. Uh, it was a freaking, I, I saw freaking red, the freaking red curtains freaking draped down over my freaking eyes, and I freaking let those guys freaking have it. And I said, I said, we, I said, Doug is not getting rid of the freaking shed. I said, I said, if you, if you can't, you, this is freaking the United States of freaking America. You can't freaking come into a man's freaking backyard to remove a tree and tell him he's not allowed to have his freaking tool shed where he wants to have a freaking tool shed. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if they thought you were boyfriends. Uh, well, uh, I, I, you know, I, I did at one point. I got nervous. They thought maybe that I would be freaking. Uh, we were we were freaking boyfriends because Doug pointed out my freaking. Uh, well, if I'll be honest, with you, my freaking Dangley Johnson was sticking out of my freaking underwear, and he said, uh, he said, Sandy, you're gonna want to give that a, a good. You're gonna want to sm- uh, freaking smush that back in the freaking hole, and uh, and I said, and I said, I want to freaking let, make sure you guys know we're not freaking boyfriends. I live in the freaking garage. And uh, and then as the moment that freaking slipped out of my freaking mouth, I said, I thought to myself, Sandy, what have you freaking done? You just freaking you just freaking started digging your own freaking grave. What do you mean digging your own grave? I, I don't understand. I did I did mention at the beginning not to freaking interrupt me. Uh, I'm I'm everything. I'm gonna get to every single freaking part of the freaking story. Uh, in the in the moment that freaking came out of my mouth, I realized I may have made a freaking mistake. These are the freaking these are the freaking lawmen here. These are the freaking pencil freaking pussers. I mean, these guys if 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 they got a freaking problem with freaking Doug's freaking shed, a man's freaking God given right to build a freaking shed in his backyard, you know what are they gonna say about me freaking crashing in the freaking garage for freaking months and months and months? Oh, so they think that maybe you didn't file, Doug didn't file the proper paperwork to zone having you live in the garage. From from what I can uh, from, from what I can freaking gather, Doug is not freaking uh, uh, great at freaking filing freaking paperwork. So if he if he is freaking has has really freaking flubbed this one up and gotten his freaking shed taken away, who's to say these freaking guys aren't going to come back for freaking me? 
I mean, I've never heard of having to zone the garage. You know, I mean, but but Doug, and I did mention uh, again. I did mention. Do not freaking interrupt me. Uh, I did mention that there there is no way that you filed freaking the proper freaking paperwork to have me in the freaking garage. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. I I was just trying to say that before you freaking interrupted me. So you Case admit it. closed. Yeah. So you admit that you were at freaking fault, and uh, and we've got a freaking we're gonna, we're gonna have to freaking fortify this freaking this freaking place. Make sure the freaking taxmen don't freaking come back to freaking to freaking take me away. Yeah, and this is a very popular thing that's going on in our culture these days: fortification and 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 taking up basically arms against the freaking government. You know, and geez louise down to my knees. I thought if I'm basically saying to myself, it's only a matter of time before Sandy and freaking Doug and myself and Doug's wife, busty and beautiful as she is, and his son, little tiny guy can crawl through foxholes, start fortifying and building something that the government cannot freaking break into, Doug Jordan. You, you've been saying that for a long time. I'm not I'm not following you well, it's, on that. It is a freaking matter of speech. No, I, I'm saying it now. But God bless us that we are here at this point finally is what I'm saying. What I'm going to say is that, Taylor, thank you for freaking having having us in your freaking thoughts and prayers. Uh, Doug, maybe you could freaking take note and freaking think about this next time. And maybe and then maybe we wouldn't be in the freaking situation that we freaking are. I'm Doug, sorry. Doug, go, go ahead. The hell up, please. No, no, you go ahead. The freaking people are freaking coming for us, Doug. This is our freaking house, and we have to freaking defend it. Yeah, Doug. Just as Wayo got out of Phase Three, your freaking property has entered its own version of Phase Three, and this is just the tip of the freaking peony, if you know what I freaking mean. You haven't even f- come in contact with the shaft or the dangly proud little boys. Doug, in many ways, this is just the freaking tip of the freaking peony. Uh, I think Taylor freaking put it very well when he said that. Because, I mean, I mean, in, in many ways, if I weren't living in your garage, we wouldn't be in this freaking situation. But if I weren't living in your freaking garage, you wouldn't have a freaking, a freaking plan to get yourself out of this freaking situation. Luckily enough, I freaking have one. Yeah. It's catch-22, Doug. Well, before you say your plan, can I just tell you my plan? Uh, geez Louise. Uh, yeah, freaking, yeah, feel free. Uh, for anyone who's listening to the freaking podcast, uh, if you need a minute to go grab a freaking snack or grab something from the fridge, go ahead and freaking press the mute button, go grab the freaking, go grab whatever you freaking need and come back in freaking two and we'll be ready to freaking go. Yeah, that was, that was a really mean thing to say, uh, when I just want to just assess the situation just- and tell you my plan. I'll get to the freaking plan, Doug, this is dead Okay, air. well, if you let me talk, but while you, you keep freaking cutting me off. Okay, the floor talk. is yours, Doug. Okay, my plan is that we just pretend that you don't live in the garage. That's never going to freaking work, Doug, because I live in the freaking garage. Yeah, but we can just pretend that you don't. We can say you moved Doug, in. Doug, there is uh, freaking evidence all over that freaking garage. First of all, there's freaking seed. I freaking spread my freaking seed all over that freaking garage. Uh, every single freaking corner of it, I have found a place to freaking play with myself. Uh, my freaking DNA is all over the place. Not only that, but you're going to find the freaking DNA of freaking little Larry, little freaking that was my roommate in, out there for a little while, and freaking Pastor Lewis. And all three of us are freaking spreading our freaking seed. So, if so, so, Doug, hold on and shut the hell up for one moment. Uh, if, 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 if that's your freaking brilliant freaking plan, we're going to have these freaking guys coming in with their freaking test tubes and, 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 and whatnot, and they're going to find freaking three, three different DNAs from three different freaking men. All of a sudden, you're not freaking harboring a freaking fugitive in your freaking garage anymore. You're running a freaking brothel. 
Okay, I'm, let me just uh, interrupt. I, I don't think that they would go into a full criminal analysis. I don't think the CIA is going to be involved, and I don't think they're going to be testing. No, no, the they won't need. They they, that's the freaking promise. They won't need to freaking do a criminal analysis because the seed is right there. It's freaking right out there in the freaking open. Yeah, basically what's going to happen is they're going to bring CSI Miami in and the guy is going to take out his black light, Doug Jordan, and the writing is quite literally going to be on the walls, if you know what I mean. Doug, the moment the guy from freaking CSI Miami turns on the black light, it's going to be like staring into the center of the freaking sun. And he'll be blinded, and then I'll have to freaking take care of him. And now I got two people to watch after. Is that what you want, Doug? So that's your freaking plan. And your freaking plan, freaking the guy from freaking CSI Miami comes out, and we all go to freaking jail. Or, mind you, freaking little Larry is still most likely a freaking missing freaking person, so we don't want anyone finding his freaking DNA in the freaking garage either. Now... My freaking plan is we take a freaking page of the freaking playbook right out of freaking Majelly Jelkin, the freaking little boy of freaking mischief himself, and we can we freaking fortify this place so not uh, no one can freaking come in. Yeah. You want to set up booby traps all around my house? Very good, Doug. Someone freaking decided to get out of freaking bed all of a sudden. Yeah, we're going to put race cars on the floor and marbles over the window and a lot of glue everywhere and nails. Imagine a freaking paint can attached to a freaking rope at the top of the freaking stairs. Guy freaking tries going up the stairs, boom, freaking throw one of those down. End of freaking story. I got a lot of problems with this plan. One, I'm not an eight-year-old boy. And two, these people aren't trying to break into my house. Well, they won't be able to if we freaking do this right. Yeah, if you fortify it correctly, Doug, it will be nearly impossible. Imagine a blowtorch attached to the door and then a toilet filled with water, but it's actually gasoline. So when they set their head on fire, geez Louise, down on my knees, they go to freaking dunk their head in the toilet and it's just filled with gasoline. They burn their whole body. Nothing but a crisp. Yeah, but I mean, I live with other people. What if somebody else walked into the gasoline and burned their body to crisp? And so it's somebody that I freaking live with. That's where the tunnels come in, Doug. Geez, what was I saying about freaking Doug Jr. being able to go into small spaces and tunnels? I believe you said foxholes. Well, yeah. Uh, um, uh, well, last freaking summer, I was lucky enough to see freaking Rambo 5, which is basically a new way of uh, basically like Home Alone freaking 3, uh, where freaking Rambo is alone and people try to come freaking get him. And he's got this freaking all these freaking tunnels underneath his freaking house. And, and it freaking worked out pretty freaking good. Yeah. If I'm if they're coming after me for a permit about a shed, don't you think they'll, they'll come after me about a permit about tunnels I'm building under my house? Well, how would they know? They're underground. I mean, they probably, they probably see me digging the hole. No, it was a tunnel. It's not a hole. I think you got the hole. Yeah, you got the idea not, all mixed up. We're not talking about digging a freaking hole. Digging a hole is the last thing we want to do. Actually, digging a hole might be a good idea. Putting well, yeah, digging a hole might over be a good it. idea if you put some leaves over it and then there's freaking explosives at the bottom of the freaking hole. You walk over the hole and fall through the leaves and boom. Freaking, that's from another guy we don't have to freaking worry about. Well, I feel like you'd have to dig a hole to dig down to the tunnel. Doug, what the, what are you doing? What do you think that you just Doug, start digging I'm, I'm in the middle of the I'm trying to freaking help you here, Doug. I am trying to freaking help you. I, I don't think this is going to be this very helpful. This is your freaking home that you're freaking talking about. You're letting these guys walk all over you. They're taking your freaking shed. They're taking your freaking freaking manhood. If I'm being freaking honest with you, they're going to take your freaking wife and they're going to take your freaking kid. And I'm and I'm not going to freaking let them, Doug. Yeah, well, they're just probably going to make me take the shed down. They're not going to take my wife and my kid. And they're definitely not going to take my manhood. Doug, you love that shed. That's your pride and joy. I have seen you staring at it wistfully many a time, adoringly. Yeah, Doug, your manhood and your shed are freaking synonymous with each other. 
I mean, if I just take it down, I'll, just, I'll file the right paperwork and I'll put it back up. It'll never be the same. I think I vote for Sandy's idea. Fortification. It's the only way. By the way, I'm freaking horny as a freaking Dickens, freaking drunk as hell, and uh, thank you for the freaking blessing. God bless you. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you. If you want to call in and join in the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Dr. Anthony Fauci revealed that Santa Claus has, quote, innate immunity from COVID-19, according to People. Although holiday gatherings this year have been regarded as highly dangerous due to the rebounding coronavirus, jolly old St. Nick need not worry, according to the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Quote, Santa is exempt from this because Santa, of all the good qualities, has a lot of good innate immunity. Dr. Anthony Fauci said Santa is not going to be spreading any infections to anybody. So, Jesus Louise down on my knees. Now, Santa is impervious to COVID-19, but I'm sure there's other viruses that could crawl up Santa's pants and attach to his dangly Johnson. Now, which ones do you think he has already and which ones should he stay away from? Doug Jordan. Oh, uh, you're really throwing me a curveball here, asking me if I think Santa has an STD. Uh, is that the question, or can I just say a regular sickness? Like the flu? He's probably had the flu before. Doug, if you need to say freaking you think Santa has herpes, you, you can say Santa has freaking herpes, Doug. Well, I don't think that Santa has herpes. But he does come into your house, Doug. And maybe while he's there, he has to use the bathroom or something like that. He's a big fella, big freaking appetite. You probably leave him plenty of a cookie and milk. And geez Louise down on my knees. He's full to the brim with cookie and milk. Gotta take a leak, gotta take a dump. And sits down on that infected toilet seat you got there, and boom, he's got it. Yeah, but I don't have an infected toilet seat. I mean, Sandy has it, but I don't freaking have it. And he uses the toilet, right, Sandy? Absolutely. And is that, you know, can somebody look up if that's, if you can get it from a toilet seat? Doug, why don't, I'm confused as to why you need to look that up at all. You got freaking herpes from a freaking toilet seat. You know that's how you can get it. No, I don't have herpes, and I've never had herpes. And I didn't get it from a toilet seat. Very funny, Doug. What about crabs? You imagine Santa Claus this year, no COVID, but full of crabs. And you're getting freaking crab legs in your stocking because of how many he's got. Sandy Farkas. Yeah, uh, I want a freaking mention. Uh, freaking Dr. Freaking Anthony Freaking Fauci over here is the freaking the freaking leader, is the freaking president of the freaking Center for Freaking Disease Control. And he's supposed to be one of the freaking smartest freaking scientists in the whole freaking world. And he's talking about, and this is freaking, this is a freaking news article where he says that freaking Santa Claus is immune to freaking COVID 19. Yeah, your point. Who put this freaking guy in charge? Uh, freaking Dr. Anthony Fauci believes freaking Santa Claus is, is freaking real. And uh, and that's I mean, and that's the work of a freaking imbecile. I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, I think Santa Claus is absolutely real. And God bless him. Uh, this is what we're doing now. All right. All right. It's a family show, Sandy. Well, this, so, isn't, this isn't going to be what we do on my when I get my freaking when I get my freaking show back. So what's your answer? What disease do you think that he has? I'm freaking I'm herpes. I don't know. Yeah. You got it from your toilet seat. Last week, Prince William and Kate Middleton's dog, Lupo, died, according to today. He was nine. 
News of the canine's passing came after the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge sent out a heartfelt post on Instagram. Quote, very sadly, last weekend, our dear dog Lupo passed away. The caption read, he has been at the heart of our family for the past nine years, and we will miss him so much. The English Cocker Spaniel has been a member of the royal family since being gifted to the couple by Middleton's brother after their wedding in 2012. Lupo had amassed popularity as the title character in the children's book, The Adventures of Lupo, the Royal Dog, The Secret of Windsor castle no cause of death has yet been released so i can't believe little lupo is gone never to prance and dance through meadows of gold or whatever they have in england this was the pride of england doug jordan little lupo yeah, I mean, they even wrote a book about him called The Adventures of Lupo the Royal Dog, The Secret of Windsor Castle. It's part of a four-book deal, Doug Jordan. Did you know that? Yep. Yep, I knew that. So you loved Lupo. Uh, yeah, I was a huge fan of the series of all of his adventures that he went on. So then, what do you say to the theory that perhaps Lupo was put down prematurely because he was getting more attention than the Duke and Duchess's little boy? I mean, you'd have to be a really cold person to put down a dog prematurely because it was getting more attention than you. Well, that's one theory. Sandy Farkas, any credence in that? Uh, no. Uh, the, the the article freaking the news story ending with freaking no cause of death has yet to been has yet been released. Obviously, leads to freaking wild freaking speculation. Uh, whether there was freaking foul play involved. Uh, obviously, the 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 big question whether the freaking dog was ready to go or not. Uh, and 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 from what I've seen from freaking Prince William and freaking Kate Middleton and the freaking Duke and Duchess, if I'm being freaking honest with you, uh, is that is that these are freaking conniving nasty freaking people and uh and i wouldn't freaking put it past them and i think that we need to open up a freaking investigation freaking immediately yeah what say you to uh, an investigation doug will you travel to england with your hilarious freaking sherlock holmes hat that i've seen in your closet when rifling through your belongings and your freaking hilarious freaking magnifying glass and get to the bottom of little lupo's death since you love him so much and have read his book uh to answer your question bluntly no I, I i'm not going to dress up like sherlock holmes and go to england and investigate this dog's death well perhaps some of us care about little lupo more than others i i don't even think we can leave the country right now technically and why would you want to go to freaking britain and freaking cambridge anyway those people those freaking voices yeah hilarious voices terrible teeth and bogs everywhere. That's why I've never gone to England, because I have never been invited, for one thing, and also because I'm terribly fearful of bogs. Doug Jordan, you know, a bog is like a mixture of fog and and a swamp, but they're in the middle of the air, and it's like a floating Bermuda Triangle. If you step into it, you could just disappear. That's what happened to the real Sherlock Holmes. That's why they never found him. Watson couldn't even find him. Because he stepped into a bog and he never, they never found him again. Yeah, he vanished. Because it's a mixture between fog and a swamp. And quicksand. And that makes you vanish. Well, and they also have freaking giant rats. Rats the size of freaking dogs. Yeah. Wandering around the freaking bogs. Probably what happened to this freaking, freaking Lupo, if you ask me. He freaking got into the freaking bog and nobody ever freaking saw him again. Most likely it did happen. 
Maybe Lupo was a rat all along and they just thought it was a dog. Maybe that's why they killed it. Poor little fella. Because the dog ended up being a rat and they killed it. Thank you for listening. Yeah, no problem. Last week, an Oregon man sued his doctor after discovering the physician was having an affair with his wife, according to Oregon Live. Pearson Tone filed a lawsuit against his family physician, Ronald Rosen. Tone, who is a local musician and financial advisor, is seeking $2.9 million in damages stemming from professional negligence. According to the complaint filed in Deschutes County Circuit Court, Tone sought counsel with Rosen due to depression he was experiencing as a result of his failing marriage. Rosen provided advice and prescribed Tone marijuana and CBD to treat stress caused by his failing relationship. After the visit, Tone discovered that Rosen had been engaged in sexual activity with his wife for, quote, an extended period of time. The couple has since divorced. So I think I should probably just hand this one off to you, Doug. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, okay, if I, let me, let me try to unpack this and I'm going to put it in my shoes. Uh, so if I were to have a, a failing marriage... And I were to go to my doctor and I would say, hey, doc, my, ma- my marriage isn't doing so good. Uh, I'm depressed. Can you prescribe me some sort of a drug? And the doctor says, yes, of course. Uh, I'll give you a prescription for marijuana and CBD. That'll make you feel better. I say, okay, great. I'll give that a shot. And then I find out that the doctor is stooping my freaking wife. Yeah. I'd be upset because, you know, first of all, why are you prescribing marijuana and CBD when you should be prescribing some sort of antidepressant? And second of all, you're having sex with my freaking wife. Yeah, what he should be prescribing is is he, he should be prescribing you with a pretty good dose of I'm going to stop having sex with your freaking wife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in this scenario, how long have you been having sex with the doctor? Right, because that's a good point, because you might be getting jealous of both of them, your wife and the doctor. And you don't know who to freaking... Uh, direct your anger toward and imagine when freaking sunjay goes to visit this doctor and says my relationship with my boyfriend doug is freaking failing can you please give me some freaking weed and the doctor says of course and then he and then sunjay finds out that you're having sex with the doctor also yeah okay i'm gonna give it in the hypothetical for that question and that question only but i just want to say that sunjay and i are, are not in a relationship but then do you think the doctor would start having sex with him of course w- without a doubt yeah that's why they call him dr feel good because he prescribes marijuana and he'll have sex with you in exchange for your insurance information. Yeah, that's quite a... I don't know what to do in that situation. You must have a pretty good GMO there, Doug. I mean, this doctor is freaking stooping your wife, stooping you, and stooping soon, Jake. What does a GMO have to do with it? Because it means insurance. And oh, I thought, yeah, I thought you were talking about a gen- genetically modified organism. Like a well, piece I mean, of corn. Yeah, maybe he's genetically modified. I mean, if he's if he's able to freaking have sex with all these people, he's he's got to be doing something. He probably. What I'm saying is, he must be freaking might have must have quite the freaking bulge. If you know what I'm saying. Did I mean to say HMO? Is that what I meant when I said GMO? Yeah, I think that sounds more like an insurance thing. But yeah, he probably has a huge dong. Yeah, big freaking bulge. Uh, he's got probably got a pretty good freaking. Baggage. He probably prescribes himself tons of freaking Viagra, too, so he can just walk around as the Dickens all the time. Yeah. Well, God bless you, Dr. Rosen, and good luck fighting that freaking uphill battle against the $2.9 million in damages that freaking Pearson Tone is coming after you with, which is a hilarious name, especially for a musician. So... 
Last week, Ben Affleck was seen wearing a tiny mask while out with girlfriend Anna de Armas, according to Just Jared. The 48-year-old actor was spotted outside a hotel in downtown New Orleans in what appeared to be a child's mask. According to witnesses, Affleck appeared to be holding a Diet Coke. The couple are currently staying in New Orleans while filming scenes for their upcoming movie, Deep Water. So, geez louise, down on my knees. We've talked about this on the show before. Doug Jordan won't come within 10 feet of anybody without the biggest mask that I've ever seen. And then on the flip side of that, Ben Affleck is wearing a baby's diaper on his freaking chin. And he's got a big head and a huge chin. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, what does this tiny mask that Ben Affleck is wearing say about him? Uh, This tiny mask says about Ben Affleck that he is mm, fearless in many freaking ways. Uh, And when you faced freaking your your career, freaking destruction, uh, freaking failing marriages, uh, freaking rampant freaking alcoholism, uh, having to be reminded in the tabloids that people just freaking don't like you. uh, Ben Affleck has freaking faced freaking fear and adversity his whole freaking life, and he's no freaking coward when it comes to freaking COVID. This guy doesn't need freaking a giant colossal freaking Doug Jordan-sized freaking mask. This man needs a freaking baby's freaking mask. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you forgot to mention his addiction to freaking Jack in the Box, which is widely reported. Yeah, where he, he eats freaking Jack in the Box and then immediately freaking throws up into the bag of freaking Jack in the Box while his ex-wife is freaking giving him a ride to freaking rehab. Yeah. Ben Affleck is an absolutely freaking hilarious freaking celebrity, uh, and I can't believe he's freaking gone. And, uh, Ben, we're going to freaking miss you. And uh, G. Lee is not in freaking theaters, but and I couldn't tell you to go see it, if you freaking, uh, even if it was, but uh, you should check it out. Freaking hilarious freaking movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. What was the movie? G. Lee. G. Lee. What is it about? It's about uh, it's about Ben Affleck plays G. You never seen Geely? Ben yeah. Affleck plays Geely, a detective, I think, and he is wo- wooing Jennifer Lopez, who has a severely handicapped brother. Oh, that, that is, is the gold of the movie. That's the funniest part. This is a recent movie, or did this come out Lord, years ago? No, no. This, this, this is this is almost freaking torpedoed everyone's freaking career involved about freaking early freaking uh, um, early freaking two thousands. And actually, the best part of the whole movie is freaking Al Pacino is in it. Doug Jordan. Yeah. What is he doing it? He freaking uh, well, he pulls a Lenny on freaking uh, Jennifer Lopez's little brother towards the end, and then Ben Affleck as Geely has to freaking come after him. Yeah. Pull a revenge. It's a revenge movie and a romance. It's got, a, it's got a little bit of everything, and quite a good deal of freaking comedy, too. It's kind of like a lower-budget version of Get Shorty, maybe. So With a little bit of a freaking Rain Man in there, also. Yeah. Last week, a Kansas City man who was in possession of methamphetamines was injured after falling while racing his motorcycle, at which point he accidentally shot himself before getting hit by a car, according to KCTV News 5. The man, who has not yet been identified, was transported to area hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Quote, while racing, the suspect lost control of his bike and wrecked, the police report said. During the accident, a weapon in his waistband discharged, striking him in the hip, and he also was struck by another vehicle that fled the scene. He was transported to an area hospital in critical condition, but non-life-threatening condition. Uh, records check revealed him to be a felon and a large bag of suspected methamphetamine was located in the motorcycle. So geez, Louise down on my knees. 
This guy has bad luck. It's almost as bad as the luck where you say, geez Louise, this tree fell on my yard. I mean, it's going to cost me a bunch of money to have it cut up and taken down and to re-landscape the yard. And then your brilliant friend and host of your freaking show that you're on tells you perhaps call the city because it's not your responsibility because the tree was on city property. And then when you do that, they remove the tree free of charge, but with the stipulation, Doug Jordan. And that is that your shed needs to be freaking torn down because you never filed the freaking proper fraper work. And that's kind of what this guy's going through. Yeah. Plus, you got a freaking house guest living in your freaking garage that's going to be freaking, uh, freaking, ex- uh, freaking extradited, freaking extra, freaking extradited. Jeez Louise, I don't want freaking, I'm going to be freaking extradited. Ex- you, I'm going to get freaking extradited back to freaking Canada. Yeah, and that's basically the meth of the story. Yeah. It's the meth part. Yeah, they don't even freaking want me back, Doug. I mean, yeah, and the tree is like the gun in the waistband, Doug. Yeah, but the car that came by and hit you is the people removing the tree that noticed your shed and called the bureau on you. Yeah, and then the phone call that you made about the freaking tree was you shooting yourself in the freaking foot. Yeah, intentionally, to be honest with you. So it's a little yeah. bit different than this story. Yeah, I get what you guys are doing, and you're trying to stress me out about the situation. But as soon as you said house guest, all I could think about was that the movie was Sinbad. Freaking hilarious. Yeah, now take that movie, add a little bit of freaking Home Alone, and you got the situation that we find ourselves in now. Yeah, but I also, I, you know, I wasn't riding a motorcycle with a gun in my pocket and then accidentally fired the no, gun off. It's Doug, it's, it's a freaking metaphor. Yeah, and it's a pretty we, good I, one. Yeah, yeah we we know you weren't Doug. Don't interrupt me. We know you were you were not freaking driving a freaking motorcycle. You would never you would never get on a freaking motorcycle. You're too much of a freaking coward. I the idea is that no, you freaking didn't. Yeah, when I was 18, I bought a motorcycle. How is this freaking coming up right now? Because I don't have it anymore. Why would I talk about a motorcycle I don't have? I got a helmet, so. Is this is this motorcycle business a, a, a freaking touchy freaking subject or? No, I just don't have the motorcycle anymore. You sold it. I mean, you were just, you were telling a story and you said you, you would never ride a motorcycle. And I said, no, I used to own a motorcycle. Just that was it. I don't own one anymore. Was it one of those motorcycles that is, has arms and legs has like arms on the sides and, and a little, is it a scooter? Is it a power chair? Cause I could see you in one of those. Would you call a scooter or a power chair a motorcycle? No, I wouldn't. If I had one, I would. And the way things are going for me, I'm probably going to get one pretty soon. Yeah, you do already have the helmet, so. Yeah. Yeah. Last week, Alicia Silverstone's nine-year-old son, Bear, debuted his, quote, jaw-dropping new look after cutting his long hair, according to E! Online. Silverstone, who shares custody of her son with ex-husband Christopher Jarecki, posted a video highlighting Bear's transformation on Instagram. Yes, it's true. Bear cut his hair. My baby's growing up, Silverstone wrote in the caption. I miss his hair. Was it his decision? Yes. Did I cry inside as I watched him cut it cut? Maybe. But did I try to stop him? Not for one second. In the video, Bear says he's, quote, nervous, but also excited to cut off his luscious locks. After bravely bearing through the trimming, Bear reveals he is happy with his new do. So... Sandy Farkas, please. What, please what? What? Um, help him. What's going on in this story? 
Um, all right, let's, uh, let's freaking take a look. Um, all right, let's, so, uh, starting at the freaking top, uh, we have freaking, uh, freaking Alicia, freaking Silverstone. Um, her, she has a, she has a nine-year-old son, Bear, who, uh, seems, according to the story, um, he got a haircut. Um, I guess he, I guess he ended up, he ended up liking it. Uh, you know, I guess, I guess it ended up being a freaking good haircut. Um, it's a fetching new do. Yeah. Well, he's quoted as saying that he is, it was nervous, but also excited. Um, so it's sort of a double-edged sword, I guess, this haircut. Yeah. And he's only he's nine. Not- he shouldn't be playing with swords. Yeah. 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 And then, um, the the uh, the boy the boy's father is um, uh, freaking Christopher uh, Jarecki, also mentioned in their story. Yeah, and we're so glad he's back. Yeah, you might remember freaking uh, Jarecki from um, his freaking uh, from many of his freaking television uh, freaking programs. Yeah, being married to Alicia Silverstone too. So yeah, formerly, yeah. yeah. I, I had a dream once that I was cutting my own hair and as I was doing it, it hurt really bad. And then blood started pouring out of every uh, hair strand. Jeez Louise, dog. Are you doing all right? What is going on these days? I mean, you just, when you said the kid was nervous, but also excited, it reminded me of that dream. There was something in that dream that excited you. No, I was nervous. It, it was painful. I wasn't excited. So it's not like this story. Yeah, I guess not. This boy is not mentally ill, Doug. Okay. I mean, it's a dream. People have drill crazy dreams like that all, all the time. Doug, he's nine years old. He, we, we're not even, we shouldn't even be making assumptions about this boy's freaking mental health yet. Yeah. I mean, I'm not making an assumption. I'm just talking about a dream that I thought maybe I could add something to the table. I'd talk about a dream I had. You'd talk about some crazy dream you had and we'd all, we'd all share a laugh and then, and then we'd eventually go on to the next segment. Doug, obviously we're all worried about the boy. Okay. But we're not going to start making assumptions and diagnosing him armchair experts over here about his freaking mental health. I mean, he's a nine year old boy. Let's wait until the tendencies start to emerge and then we will speculate on what they are once he is 18. I had a dream the other night that I freaking showed up to school completely butt-ass naked. Thank you. God bless you. Everybody could see my freaking, I'm, well, my freaking, my freaking, I'm being honest, freaking honest with you. Yeah. Oh, good. So now you had a dream and then I had a dream and Taylor, do you want to talk about a dream that you might have had? I got to tell you, ever since I hit my cranium, I think this helmet is keeping my head too tight to have dreams right now because I am, when I go to sleep, it's just empty. It's like the bowels of space, Doug. Endless and vast and black. And when I wake up, I have a, I take a huge gasp of air as though I have not been breathing all night. So Maybe you should go to the doctor and get that thing uh, loosened. Who do you think your, uh, put the freaking thing on me? A doctor. Yeah, but he's got to loosen it, I'm assuming. It says I got to wear it for the rest of my life, so... Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we got one more final freaking segment for you. Uh, For many weakers and tweakers, this year has had more than its fair share of hardships. From the death of Kobe Bryant to the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic, the year 2020 has been an emotional roller coaster. And although lives have been ruined and loved ones have been lost to the grave forever, there is still so much beauty in the world to be thankful for. 
we here at Our Week would like to facilitate in a reckoning of the more positive moments of 2020 in a little segment called Our Week's Giving Thanks to 2020, a Thanksgiving event. So Thanksgiving is freaking next week to do this proper we are going to use the eight category systems analysis, the first being food, the second being shelter, the third being clothing, the fourth being toilet, the fifth being cars and motorcycles, the sixth being sports, the seventh being geography, and the eighth being miscellaneous, which everyone knows is sex. So without further freaking ado, I will do the first one. We'll do a round table panel discussing and geez louise down my knees. We should have something for Weakers and Tweakers by the end of this. So number one, food. Obviously, the thing that we should be most thankful for in 2020, the freaking Papadilla. Doug Jordan. It is a pizza sandwich with flatbread with all sorts of things inside. Shaq loves them. He can't get enough of them. He, they're scrumptious. And he, and he slides them down his gullet one after one after one. That's how he says he's so big and strong. Now, also, Oreo is coming out with a delicious cookie that is customizable. And before 2020, you could never have it. Now you can. So, so far, freaking 2020 ain't so bad. Also, freaking turkey and stuffing and gravy. As long as nobody's freaking playing with themselves into it, it's just fine to eat. And mass potatoes. So, 2020 is looking pretty good. Don't you agree, Doug Jordan? Yeah, I'm confused. Are, are we talking about things that happened in 2020, or are we just talking about Thanksgiving dinner? We're talking about things to be thankful for in 2020 as part of a Thanksgiving Day memorial. You're looking on the bright side of freaking 2020 and, and finding things that you still manage to be thankful of, uh, even though it's it's not going uh, according to freaking plan. Thank you, Sandy. That's perfect. Yeah. Sandy the Sandman Fargus, number two with Selter. Oh, Selter. Uh, perfect. Uh, for 2020, uh, I have spent most of my time uh, freaking Selter in freaking place uh, in freaking uh, Doug Jordan's freaking garage. And before I took up freaking full-time residence there, uh, I was lost. Um, I was lost looking for, for a place to call home, looking for a place to wear my lay my freaking weary bones. Uh, and boy, oh boy, were my freaking bones growing freaking wearier and wearier by the freaking day. Uh, and Doug was was so freaking uh, lovely and freaking gracious in in accepting me into his freaking household, and sometimes he even lets me into the real freaking house. Uh, and we have we sit together as a freaking family. Uh, we were able to freaking uh, freaking watch freaking Hubie Halloween. It was, it was Doug's freaking second time watching it. I came in and we watched it together. And uh, and and I'm thankful for the freaking garage. I am thankful for the freaking Doug Jordan freaking household, and I am freaking thankful for freaking. Hopefully, if we can save it, freaking Doug's freaking shed. It's beautiful, and yeah. and that is why we need to save it, Doug. And I know you will agree. Now, number three is clothing. Tady Risher usually does this one. I will do it in his stead. Now, I am thinking uh, giant hats with and a with a buckle on the top, and those big boots that they pulled up the pilgrims the pilgrims the way they dressed and native americans in their traditional garb and and sitting down and wearing a pumpkin on their head some of the pilgrims they were the from sleepy hollow and jesus louise all sorts of traditional thanksgiving attire 
The pilgrims dress very plainly because they hadn't invented colors yet, but that's coming. And in 2020, we do have colors. We have plenty of them. A rainbow flag is a normal thing to think, see, and and see in thy mind's eye, Doug Jordan. And God bless that, because we here at WAYO LGBTQ Rochester support that and love that. And we, I feel like I'm rambling. I don't know what else to say. We, God bless them. You know, it's part of the show, and the and the world. And we and Doug, we would never do anything to disparage any person. Specifically, sometimes a celebrity or two, Jonah Hill, big fat guy, but Jesus and his clothing, he must be thankful well, for. Well, I think I think what what Taylor's trying to say is that's just part of the show. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's something that you can tune in for, uh, in and you can listen to it. And whether or not you think about it, the moment that the show is over uh, is that's up to you. It's I mean, uh, there's lots of parts to the show. That's a part of the free. That's just part of the freaking show. Yeah, yeah. So Doug Jordan. Number four, toilet. Your favorite freaking category. Um, I don't know if there was any toilet-related news in 2020. Um, well, imagine sitting on the toilet after freaking Thanksgiving. Think, imagine what that's going to be like. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like just like going to the toilet on, on, after Thanksgiving. Yeah, but you've had a big meal. Maybe yeah. had a little bit of red wine and some turkey. You're tired. Maybe you fall asleep for a few minutes. You wake up to the pounding door of your wife saying that she needs to brush her hair or something like that, and you know it's going to smell terrible in there, so you search everywhere for a match. Can't find one. So eventually what you do is you sneak out the window and hang out in your freaking cabin out back, which is under threat of being destroyed. Or who knows, maybe it comes out of you and you think to yourself, boy, that kind of actually kind of smells kind of good. And you freaking, you freaking lift up, you, you get off the toilet and you freaking look into the bowl and you go, oh, it doesn't look that, it doesn't freaking look that good, but oh, it actually kind of smells kind of, it actually smells kind of freaking good. Uh, so you think about it, you know, I'm not sure if you freaking do it or not, uh, but you, but you look at it and, you, and it crosses your mind. Maybe I could, maybe I could reach in there and take a freaking bite of that. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't think either of those things are going to happen to me on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's fair. I mean, this is all just part of the freaking show. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just part, part of the freaking show. It's what we do. Um, if you're just joining us for some reason, um, uh, this is a segment that we do. Um, this is just part of the freaking show. Um, right. Well, as of now, Doug has uh, freaking toilet, uh, which is part of the eight category systems analysis. Um, he's trying to think about, I guess, what he's think, uh, what he would be thankful for um, as far as freaking uh, toilet is concerned. But he wasn't able to come up with anything. So instead, what we did we looked into the future uh, and imagined what it would be like um, for him to use a toilet after Thanksgiving. Uh, there was a part where Taylor mentions uh, he climbed out the window because his wife was trying to get into the, the bathroom, but he was worried that it would smell too bad. Uh, and then I chimed in with a freaking scenario where he um, smelled the smells coming out of the toilet bowl after he used it and thought it smelled kind of good. Um, why why it, are you doing this? It's just part of the show, Doug. Part of the show, Doug. Yeah, we uh, we I've been doing this show for a long time, and I don't think we've ever done what you just did, which is do a recap of something we literally just talked about. I'm just if anyone is freaking joining, if anybody is 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 uh, not everybody can be a freaking weaker and tweaker, Doug. Sometimes people tune in uh, and 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 we don't want them to be lost. It's just yeah. part of the show. Maybe they're just going, waiting for the next show to turn up, but they still want to listen to a little bit of this one. So, number five, cars and motorcycles, things to be thankful for. 
uh, giving thanks in 2020 to cars and motorcycles, I'm going to go ahead and say it, helmet, because... If you're whether you're driving a car or a motorcycle or at this point even just sitting down in a chair, I'm going to be wearing a freaking helmet, and that is designed to keep me safe. And I need to get through this terrible year, 2020, and see the next one so that I can continue to live my life and God bless it. And I will be doing so for the rest of my life in this new helmet. And it and I'm actually getting kind of used to it. Because it is strapped to my head and it cannot be removed. So, number six, Sandy Farkas, sports. Uh, freaking sports. Uh, sports uh, in 2020 seemed a little touch and go there uh, for a little while. Whether or not we were going to be able to freaking experience the freaking the NBA, the freaking NFL, the freaking MLB, the freaking uh, all the freaking good ones. But uh, for 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 what we're freaking hopeful for, obviously freaking Thanksgiving rolls around. Turn on the freaking game. Uh, turn on the game. See what's freaking happening. Uh, maybe put some freaking money on it. Try and make a quick freaking buck. Uh, these are, I mean, you know, that's freaking sports in a freaking nutshell. Freaking twenty twenty. Yeah. Or maybe freaking go out into the don't stop. Uh, maybe you go out into the backyard and do a little freaking touch uh, touch football with um, the family and I. You know, me freaking Doug and freaking Doug's uh, freaking son, freaking and maybe even freaking Mrs. Jordan freaking comes out to freaking play. If you know what I freaking mean. Yeah, a little more touch than uh, Doug might like, but Jesus, he's yeah. down on my knees. Yeah, we could do freaking shirts and freaking skins if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, her and I are on a freaking team. You and 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 you and your son are the ones with your shirts off. Why do you want my son to take his shirt off? So that you can tell the difference between each teammate, Doug. Yeah, it's just a team thing. Why can't we just know that me and my son are on one team and you and my wife are on another team? It'll shirts and confusing. skins. Yeah, shirts and skins is just the way to do it. It's everybody's done it from since the beginning of freaking sports. Dates and all the way back. Actually, dates all the way back to the first freaking Thanksgiving when the freaking, well, obviously the freaking pilgrims wore shirts and the freaking Native Americans freaking wore the freaking skins you know yeah but there's only four people how hard is it to keep track of four people on two different teams that's just part of the show doug can we please okay turn on the freaking game on thanksgiving watch out for the qb sneak is what i was gonna say yeah when doug don't nobody sports was that was my freaking category you don't need to try yeah i'm just recapping for people that maybe just tuned in i'm just giving a real quick recap turn on the freaking game thanksgiving that's true. They, they, that is what we're, yeah. Number seven is usually Tady Richards. He is not here. God bless him. We, it is geography. I will do it in his stead. The United States of America and North America in general. I'd like to go one step further and say freaking Plymouth Rock, uh, where the freaking where the freaking pilgrims freaking first freaking landed uh, with the Nina, the Pinta, and the freaking Santa Marina. Yeah, at the marina there. And luckily yeah. they had a marina. Otherwise, they would have never been able to dock Doug Jordan. Yeah. Luckily, that freaking rock was there. They would have jumped into the freaking water and freaking surely drowned. Because of their clothing. Man, heavy Because the clothing weighs them down. Yeah. yeah. Very good. It's mostly made of sod, Doug. It's from England. Sod and pork rind, hide, and sheep. You know, and it's made... And that's wool. It fills with water. So... Stays warm though. And Doug Jordan, number eight miscellaneous, which everyone knows is sex. This is your favorite. Go ahead. Uh, Sex is the same uh, in 2020 as it ever has been, except now that there are robots that are being built to have sex with. Um, That's something that if you're interested in that, you could look forward to doing that uh, in the in 2021. Yeah, I would just ask that if I were to have sex with a robot, that it please be gentle. 
because it has been a long while for me, if you know what I mean. Since I have fornicated, since I have opened up my loins and accepted the gift from above, because I always, I'm always on my back, is what I'm saying. So the gift is usually seated atop, uh, is... I, I don't know how to describe it. If you were to if uh, imagine a hot dog uh, sitting on a table, balancing upright, and then the bun is it, it comes down from above and nestles itself right over the hot dog, and the hot dog is at home, at last. So, um, you got mad at me earlier for freaking. <clears throat> for freaking talking about Santa Claus and it was a family show <clears throat> talking about a freaking your little freaking hot dogs and it sounded to me like you're talking about a, you laying out lying, lying on a bed with your freaking hot dog out and a freaking angel comes down from freaking heaven and uh it's always something to be thankful for even in 2020 ain't that the freaking truth Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, this has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking thankful for you. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Doug Jordan, I am so excited for the invitation that I received from your wife, allowing me forth into your home for Thanksgiving. Well, that's news to me, so yeah, whatever. She is a lovely woman, and I am looking forward to the spread and the food. Well, how are we going to play football now that there's five of us? Yeah, freaking Taylor can freaking pop his shirt off and be the freaking referee.